You are listening to the Reality Steve Podcast with your host, Reality Steve. He's got all the latest info and behind-the-scenes juice on Joey's season of The Bachelor and interviewing some of your favorite reality stars. Now, here's Reality Steve. What's up, everybody? Welcome to podcast number 380. I'm your host, Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. A great show for you today. We're talking to Courtney Robertson from Ben Flanick's season of The Bachelor. She's the After Reality podcast host. Great friend of the show. Great friend of mine. We got a lot to talk about. We haven't had her on since July. I didn't realize that. I thought it was only a few months, but it's been over six months since we had her on. Having her on to talk about specific things this week, and you'll know what we're getting to. And we'll talk about that momentarily. So I wanted to bring Courtney on this week because of, you know, the biggest thing in Bachelor Nation this week, um, the changing of the spoiler and, you know, finding out that it was from Kelsey posting a TikTok, which was found in a happy couple house because she had spending time with Joey. And I want to bring Courtney on because Courtney's a former winner of the show. She had plenty of happy couple weekends with Ben Flanick back in the day. And she shares some really interesting stories. I don't want to ruin them yet, but if you listened to the Daily Roundup two, two hours ago, you kind of already know one of them. Uh, but I think it's real. It, it was really topical to bring her on. And I don't want to. I don't want to sit down and you know this is. I I understand that other podcasts do this and that's their thing, but it's very hard for me to break down episodes of the show when I already know the ending. And I already know what happens to them in the future. So talking about it in the moment and not, and pretending I don't know what happens, it's just, it's very difficult to do. And I just, it's it's something that I, it's always been difficult for me. So when I have people on to talk about the episode, I spend less time on the episode and more time on them. And I think the first 10 to 15 minutes of my podcast with Courtney is talking about her kids. I've met them once. They're funny. Um, I asked them all about them. She's got a boy coming in May, what they think of the, a new sibling coming. How are they handling it? Do they understand it? All that stuff that comes with it. Posting your children on Instagram. I love when Courtney does it, but even she says, it's like, you know, you post that stuff and it's just a way for me to keep a scrapbook, but I don't know if people like it or want to see that kind of stuff. And I'm just like, Courtney, post it all you want. I mean, I can't think unless you posted your baby screaming every day. I cannot look at kid content on Instagram stories and be like, oh, this sucks. Like every single one of them is cute. It puts you in a good mood, whether it's Jen Saviano or Ashley Spivey with Penny and Jen with, with Wilder, Courtney with Joaquin and Paloma. Like everything they post puts a smile on my face. And I, I'm just singling those out because I feel like I see those the most on my Instagram feed, but there's others. I'm sure when Amanda Stanton's daughter... And you know what? Off the, off the top of my head, I think they had a daughter. Yeah, they did have a daughter. You know, when she gets to that age where she's impressionable, like right now it's just a baby that's sleeping most of the time. But I'm sure hers will be great. I'm not shaming anybody's babies. I'm just saying the ones that come to mind the most for me that I see the most on my feed are Jen Saviano's, Ashley Spivey's, and Courtney's. So, but other ones that I've seen show up, it's just like it's always good stuff. Especially in the, if they're in that like one-year-old to two, three-year-old range when they're starting to absorb everything you do and just mimic things. I mean, it's just, it's awesome. It's the best, it's the best age. 
So uh, we talk about that for like 10 or 15 minutes talking about our kids because I just didn't want to bog people down with more, you know, bachelor talk or at least the episode. We do have bachelor talk because we talk about the happy couple stuff and what she went through and just the way social media has been handling the women this season has been so good, but it's also kind of upsetting to Courtney because she didn't have that on her season and not because she was the villain, just because the show didn't embrace social media back in 2012 when her season was airing. So a lot of good talk there. I hope you like uh, the conversation um, uh, on the daily roundup a couple hours ago that I posted, you know, at the, be- the fun- it's funny at the beginning of the daily roundup, I said, we're going to talk Vanderpump rules. We're going to talk challenge. We're going to talk survivor. We're going to talk the floor. And I got around to none of them. We're going to save those for tomorrow. So I'm going to already basically have a full show already for tomorrow on the daily roundup. Cause I'm going to talk about all four of those shows, but I spent almost 20 minutes talking about Love is Blind's <laughs> episodes 10 and 11 that dropped yesterday. So if you haven't seen them, you might just want to fast forward and skip. But please go back and listen to it once you have, because I want to see if my opinions you know, match up with yours. I'm a newbie to this. I'm a newbie to Love is Blind. So I want to see if the, th- the thoughts that I have in my head are just kind of what other people are thinking or if I'm way off because I'm just not familiar with the show. But there was plenty to talk about from last night's episode. I mean, (laughs) my gosh. Uh, Jimmy and Chelsea put it this way. They're my main topic for sure. I just, well, you're going to have to listen. But I know that next week is weddings, and we don't know who ends up getting married. There's only three couples that are going to walk down the aisle. It's a matter of if they both say yes. And then the following week, I'm assuming, is going to be a live reunion show, just like they tried last year, and they had so many technical issues last year. I hope they got that resolved. But I think they're doing another live one, and uh, I'll tell you right now, I did say it on the podcast, I'll say this, I only think one couple, and I haven't read any spoilers, I don't want to know any spoilers, if if they're out there and people know who's still together or who's dating who or whatever, Uh, of these three couples, I only think one I'd be shocked if more than one was still together to this day. That's all I'll say. I I give the names in the other podcast, but go check that out if you're interested and you watched yesterday's episodes that dropped. But I can't wait. I can't wait for next week's episodes, and I can't wait for the reunion show. This podcast is brought to you by Way. Get on your way to good hair days in just five minutes with Way's new hair gloss. According to Consumer Perception Study, over 85% of participants agreed that their hair looks shinier, healthier, and smoother. I know that mine did. The little follicles that I have on my head definitely look better now. They have a detox shampoo that cleanses product buildup, hard water deposits, dirt oil, and other impurities, safe for all hair types, including color-treated or keratin-treated hair, and Brazilian blowouts. The scents are inspired by the world's most fashionable cities, from Sydney's iconic Bondi Beach to the vibrant streets of Paris. The hair oil is your fast fix for healthy hair. It is nutrient-packed, absorbs quickly, keeps color from fading, and protects heat from damage. I'm telling you, this stuff has worked wonders for me as a guy who used generic shampoo brand for, I don't know, 25 years. When Way sent me their stuff, I was like, I'm all in. Show me the way. Get it? Give your hair a glow up with The Way. Go to theway.com. That's T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. Use promo code REALITYC for 15% off any product. That's theway.com. Promo code REALITYC, T-H-E-O-U-A-I.com. 
And like I said, promo code Reality Steve. This podcast is all to you bro- also brought to you by Mint Mobile. Mint Mobile has wireless plans starting at $15 a month. That's unlimited talk and text plus $15 and data for $15 a month. Use your own phone with any Mint Mobile plan and keep your same phone number along with all your existing contacts. Switch to Mint Mobile and get your first three months of premium wireless service starting at just 15 bucks a month. I've done it and my bill has basically dropped $100 and I'm not losing my service for a day. I don't want to throw any other service carriers under the bus, but we know who they are. To get your new wireless plan for just 15 bucks a month and get the plan shipped to your door free, go to mintmobile.com slash reality Steve. That's mintmobile.com slash reality Steve. Cut your wireless bill to 15 bucks a month at mintmobile.com slash reality Steve. Additional taxes, fees, and restrictions apply. See Mint Mobile for details. All right, let's get started. Podcast number 380. Okay, let's bring her on. Uh, you first saw her on Ben Flanick's season of The Bachelor, multi-time guest on this show. Uh, it's been about three months since we had her on. It is Courtney Robertson. Courtney, how you doing? Hey, I'm doing. I'm doing pretty good. Not gonna lie. A um, little pregnant, a yeah. little uncomfortable. I mean, but we don't need to go there. <laughs> so, but I, I actually kind of do want to go there for uh, just a little bit because there's a couple things that I, you know, you've talked, you and I have talked about off uh, mic, but I want to kind of talk about it on mic because it's not too personal or anything but you are what six seven months right now seven you know they go by weeks which i never quite understood like oh my kid's 24 weeks old like so i'm almost 29 weeks pregnant so full term is 40 weeks they're not going to let me go past 39 so yeah i basically have about two and a half months left to go so i i'm in my third trimester i'm in the home stretch steve yeah you're looking at mid-may was your due date right mid-may yeah may may 14th and we kind of feel like he might come out we're kind of hoping for a cinco de mayo baby yeah (laughs) (laughs) are you do you guys already and i don't obviously want to know but do you guys already have a name picked out or you don't know yet or just still deciding i think we do um the middle name is going to be my dad's name Mm -hmm. richard um and that's we all have our middle names now my daughter is ruby paloma ruby we've got joaquin ramon which is umberto's middle name uh umberto ramon which is a family name mm. so yeah we're gonna go richard's gonna be the middle name for sure and keeping with you know i'm courtney robertson preciado now i know so we're like we gotta keep it like all in sync and then we've got like three names picked out my husband you know i he picked out a really solid name I'm still kind of coming around on it. I like a little bit more woo-woo names. Like I like Van and Sunny, and I, I really liked Keanu was a, a top contender, but I think I've ruled it out. Um, Keanu stands for Cool Breeze, but people call our son Kino, like Joaquin Kino, oh, and I'm like, eh, that's gonna be that's too much. We can't have a Joaquin and a Keanu. <laughs> <laughs> Well, you know, I asked you this the other day, and, I, and I'd like the audience to hear, because maybe some of them are curious, too. Because you have, you know, you have Joaquin and you have Paloma, and you're pregnant now, I was curious on exactly how they're feeling about it. Do they understand? Are they excited about having a sibling? Do they know it's a boy? Explain the dynamic that's going on with the kids right now. <laughs> <laughs> the dynamic is they are radioactive. I have a three and a half year old and a two year old who's like, you know, just getting her voice and she's a girl and she's like, I'm like, I'm so excited. We're, babe, we're having another boy because Paloma, I don't know where she gets it from, but she is like piss and vinegar, which is so fun. I'm not complaining. Like she is full of sass. And, um, 
but Joaquin definitely understands. And Paloma, like they know there's a baby in my belly. She's, I think she might have a hard time uh, sharing her time when once we bring the baby home. Mm. <laughs> but yeah, Joaquin is so excited and helpful. Uh, you know, it's hard for me. I can't get down on the ground with them right now. I, even doing bath time, just sitting on the side of the tub is, and and my husband's so great. He's doing the heavy lifting. Like, hey, the mama can't bend over right now. Like the baby, and it's always. They seem to understand is, I guess, the short answer. But we'll see when we bring him home because Joaquin cried every day for about a week. Every morning he saw Paloma wake up. <laughs> really? So he well, he was just upset that she was there? Or... Oh, yeah. He was so upset. The first time we introduced wow. and introduced Paloma, we brought her home and we, we recorded it. And he just broke down in tears. And then every morning I'd wake up and I'd bring her out and he would just throw himself on the ground and just start crying. He was not having it at all. He didn't want to have anything to do with her. Wow. And now I watch your Instagram stories and these two are like two peas in a pod. They're jumping all over your husband. They're, dead, they're, they're dancing peas. in the living room. I mean, it's, it's <laughs> funny. It's, it's hilarious. It's so cute to see like, oh, but they do beat the shit out of each other for sure. Oh. But then they like say sorry. They know how to say sorry. And, you know, but they do like they have like they're really cute and close. And so I'm so glad we're having another one. I, You know, and I thought like Paloma has like, the, you know, they say the baby is always like wild. And I'm like, OMG, this <laughs> this little boy, if he's any more wild than Paloma, he's going to give him a run for their money. So. Like when they're playing and let's say one of them's flailing their arms for whatever reason and whacks the other one in the face and the other one starts crying, it isn't like the other one knows to apologize? Yeah. Oh, oh. yeah. And like if I see it especially, I'm like, that's not nice. Like don't, you know, you just hit your sister. Why did you hit her? And Joaquin can say like, well, she did this or she did that. <laughs> and I'm like, babe, she's little. Like you can't. But she'll walk up and just swing at him. And I'm like, I, I saw that like, hello, but yeah, they, they know to apologize or we'll, you know, Hey, you got to go to time out. And then they'll, they'll like hug it out and say like, my poem was like, I'm sorry. <laughs> <laughs> but for the most part, they love each other. I just ordered bunk beds. They're going to start sharing a room and okay. uh, that's going to be interesting. Paloma wants top bunk. <laughs> Oh. I don't. I know. We'll see how that goes. She'll, will she really be thrilled about climbing into her bed and climbing up a ladder every night? That might get old after a while. She'll be like, "I don't want to climb. I'm just going to go in mommy and daddy's bed." <laughs> yeah, exactly. But it's it's so fun, Steve. It's like, oh my gosh, I can laugh about it. But there's moments where you're just like, man, I'm so spread thin, and they're you know beating each other up right now. That's why. But she's got an arm on her for <laughs> sure. And that's why. In the beginning of June, you're like, I'm going to need a two-day break from you guys. How about that? I'm going to go to Las Vegas while you guys have somebody else watch you. That's that's. What this is, is already <laughs> approved. This is approved. I, my husband, like, he really wants to go, too. And we're like, he's like, Courtney, like, get the hell out of Dodge. Like, you just go have fun. Like, I got these guys. Like, they can't break me. I'm like, they can break me. <laughs> <laughs> I'm going to be at the cabana eating chicken fingers or chicken strips with yeah. Steve and, and Dave and she's all batch. And I, I do want to invite um, Chad and Lizzie. We'll see if they can swing it. But I, yeah. I mean, I'm so looking forward to it, Steve. I hopefully I can get some of the baby weight off. I might have to run to Vegas. <laughs> well, I, I, I mean, I understand that he wants to, you know, he might not want to leave all the kids, you know, with in-laws and whatnot or his parents. 
I just I I really want Umberto to go. I think it'd be great. He I know he had a good time last year. I want him to go. I hope he does. But I understand. I do too. Remember, I sent you that lobster place too that takes reservations like way in advance. I think that would be so fun. But we've been talking about the prices of Vegas, and like you and I talk offline about it. It's crazy. and I, yeah, I think it is a lot of more about like who we're going to have, like my mother-in-law will watch them, but it's like, okay, but now we have three. So yeah. we don't know what that looks like yet. So, but like I said, if he comes on Cinco de Mayo, that would give us time to kind of like get into the groove. And then I'm thinking, I'm hoping I can talk him into coming. Well, I mean. And he wants to come, but he's yeah. just like, Courtney, we don't, he's like, we don't know where we're going to be. Like, I can't plan for it yet. Yeah. No, it's, if he can't go. I totally understand. I just definitely would like it. But my wings go. aren't clipped. <laughs> no, I know. I mean, I think that's that's a that's the great part of it. Um, you know, the other thing when I was watching your story. But by, by the way, um, your stories are fun to watch because I get to see the kids in action and whatnot. But the other thing is, my God, your stories make me hungry because it looks like you guys have some really <laughs> you really good home cooked meals. Like the other night when when Paloma was <laughs> dipping her bread into the sauce, I was like. Damn it, I want some pasta now. <laughs> Go to Olive Garden, Dave. <laughs> and no, I know. I was just like, that, look, that meal looked so good. What was that? Was it just regular spaghetti and meatballs or no? I do thin spaghetti, okay. not angel hair because it gets too soggy with leftovers. I do thin spaghetti. I do Rayo's, uh marinara sauce. And then I add like basil and just like fresh ingredients. Simple, mm-hmm. quick. You can even do it in one pan, Steve. I had it for lunch today. I had leftovers. And it's just, it's a mess to clean up with the kids, but it's just such an easy, affordable meal. So highly recommend it. I love cooking. All I want right now is carbs. And I've just kind of succumbed to, like I said, I've gained a lot of weight and I'm okay with it. That's, that's where I'm at right now. You know, if I have a craving, I just kind of give into it. Yeah. I mean, you're having a baby, you're going to gain weight. I mean, it's just kind of the way it is. You know it. Um, Who did you gain more with in the first two? Joaquin or this baby, this this baby. Um, no, the it was definitely Paloma. Each one I've gained a little bit more weight, oh, okay. but Paloma came early. She was like three weeks early. So, oh, she was. Um, okay. yeah, but like I look how I looked at like early. I don't know. I I feel like I look full term, and people. I will say, Steve. I want to say this to you, but like people keep telling me like how big I am and. I was looking shopping for bunk beds the other day and somebody was like, wow, are you having twins? Like, like the amount of people that have asked me, are you having twins? is like, so I was like, I get it. I'm huge. But the people, they, they say the darndest things like, don't say that to a pregnant woman. I didn't even know. I, I, I've seen you on your videos and I, it never crossed my mind. I mean, obviously I knew that you weren't having twins, but it never crossed my mind that you were twin pregnant. I, I didn't look at it. I mean, it's just like, yeah, she's pregnant. She has a belly like any pregnant woman would. You know, I never looked at it like that. Um, but that does suck because, yeah, especially I'm guessing online, too. It's just people just offer anything. Unsolicited uh, advice. Oh, yeah. I'm guessing somebody that saw you feeding Paloma spaghetti with the bread probably had something to say about don't let her do that or something ridiculous for no other reason. I, guess, than because I they definitely don't. get mom shamed for sure. Like even talking about getting bunk beds, like don't do it. It's too, da- you know, too dangerous. But like my channel, I love a lot of the reasons I share like fun videos of my kids is so I can look back and treat it like a scrapbook. I have not done any baby books mm. and 
it's fun for like people that we don't talk to very often to get to kind of follow along with the kids. And I try to keep it to a minimum, but gosh, I'm like, God, you, the, you're cracking me up right now. I have to post this. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. And that, like it is, I mean, it's not just, Hey, look at my kids and showing them off. It's almost like a scrapbook of their life that you can go back and show them. And people can be like, well, you can just keep that on your phone. You don't need to show it to us. You know what? I'm sorry. With all the negativity in the world right now and the amount of shit that we get on our Instagram feed because the algorithm sucks, it's nice oh, to yeah. follow somebody's kids. Because basically every time I see a video of a kid, it puts you in a good mood because it's usually something funny, you know? Um, the other one in the, in the franchise that does it, Jen Saviano and her son Wilder. I've heard that. <laughs> I've heard you talk about her on her podcast, so I follow her. And and that's really nice to hear, Steve, because a lot of times when I'm doing it, I'm like, God, people probably are like, stop shoving your kids down our, my throat. Mm-hmm. You know, like they want to be influenced. Maybe I don't know what people want, to be quite honest. I don't understand the algorithm, but yeah. um it's fun. It's a fun little outlet. But I did follow Jen and I what is she? I haven't really seen her, though. I don't know. She's not popping up in my feed. What does she post about? Well, I know that they're her and um, her baby daddy. They're engaged, I believe. Yeah, they're engaged. I think they're, they're she talks about it a lot when she does Q&A's that like they still haven't decided if they want to elope or have a destination wedding and stuff like that. But they're having a house built in Nashville. So a lot of the videos recently have been Jen going to the house with the dirt in the backyard and Wilder just running through the house. And, you know, he's at an age right now that I think is one of the best ages where it's like they're learning stuff and they're soaking up everything that you do. And he's copying Jen and he's copying um, his dad and stuff. It just I, I, I just I just love Jen's videos and, you know, yours as well. Like kid videos are just so happy to where it's like you can't you can't be upset at something like that. And if, and if you're somebody out there that does want to mom shame or tell somebody they shouldn't be doing this, just just save your opinions for yourself. I'm guaranteeing you, you don't want to hear it. Jen doesn't want to hear it. None of these new moms want to hear it. Just save your opinion to yourself. But anytime I see videos of kids, man, it's just it just puts a smile on your face because it's just well, like, and this you've is awesome. met my kids. They yeah. were like super interested in you when we were all in Newport. And yeah, it, it warms my heart because, you know, you have kids, your life changes so much. I was like this fun on the bachelor person. And now I've you know, I still do bachelor content, but like, it's like, this is like my world. And it's like you said, like I could, I could be having the worst day. I'm just trying to keep my head above water. And then, you know, I posted something of my son doing his artwork today. It's like, it just like, it turns your day around a little bit. Like they say these things and you're like, it's all, this is happening right in front of me. It's pretty, it's pretty cool. But so is Jennifer Saviano, is she the one that was with Nick Vial in paradise? Yeah. Yeah, and that was the that was one of the weird situations because they announced Nick as the Bachelor before his finale episode aired, where he basically dumped Jen at the altar. So we all knew it was coming because they had announced him as the Bachelor <sighs> the week before. Well, how but, long did they? You and I are on the same page with Nick Vial, yeah. but how long did they date? Have you ever interviewed her? Let's get yeah. her in the hot seat. Oh yeah, no, a while back I did. Maybe it'd be a good job to bring her back now. I want to say I interviewed Jen five years ago on my podcast. Like it was been, it's been. It was pre-COVID. So I, I, I know everything kind of pre-COVID or post-COVID. COVID was March of 2020. Well, that was four years ago, next month. So it was definitely. Wow. It was definitely pre-COVID. So it was at least four years ago that I interviewed her. Um, so, I, you know yeah. what? I don't know. I don't know because she seems to be just so wrapped up and because she basically still does influencing stuff as a ton of brand deals that she to- that she posts about, does a lot of cooking stuff, and Wilder's usually – 
in the background or she's got him in her arms or oh, whatever. So, I love that name. <laughs> so I don't know if <laughs> this is going to be if I'd be able to get her for 30, 45 minutes because she seems uh, wrapped up. I could I could try again. But um, yeah, she was the one that um, was with Nick. And I think they dated, um, you know, they were dating post-show. When I had her on the podcast, I asked her. And I think if you read between the lines, I could tell she didn't want to throw him under the bus. But if you... I think people are scared, too. I'd love to hear <laughs> Vanessa's side take. I haven't hit her up yet, but I'm like, come on, tell me what that was like. Give me the tea. I want the hot tea. If there's anybody in this world that could bring down Nick Vial, it is Vanessa. And she knows it. Other people know it. But... She's married. She's got a kid. I don't think she wants to go there, but we all know that she can, and she knows that she can. So let's go there. Let's, <laughs> yeah. Can't put. I'm like, you know, what I mean, I'm like, let's put this thing in fifth gear. Let's go. Yeah. <laughs> um. But Jen, I remember when she came on the podcast. She didn't directly say it, but it was pretty clear. I, you know, what she didn't. She actually did directly say it. She said, "I was upset. I was bothered by the fact that he did not tell me." he was going to be the bachelor and I had to find out through the media. So that sucks. That really sucks. I'm glad Ari told me, but had he not, I would have been, I was a different situation, but I mean, yeah, that's pretty shitty. Yeah. And I, 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 you know, there's a part of me that does a little bit and I'm not going to say a lot, but a little bit understand it from Nick's perspective because he's technically not allowed to say they name me the bachelor, but when you're in a relationship with somebody at that point, or they were seeing each other very, I think it was pretty exclusive. And I think they were making time for each other and talking a lot. And I think her thing was, she goes, I flat out asked him about it and he denied it. So that's where I think she probably got upset. I could be wrong, but I know she brought it up in that podcast and basically said, I wish he would have been more open and honest with me because we had been talking for a while. We were open and honest with each other about everything. And then he held this back from me. And I just felt that I should have known. And, you know, I'm and I'm sure Nick's answer is, well, I couldn't tell her. I'm not allowed to tell anybody that I'm the new bachelor until it's officially announced. So, you know, I I don't know. It, that that's I wonder who else they one. were considering at that point in time. But, you know, I'm looking at her page, uh, Instagram. I just Googled it to see. And I love people like this. Like they, they that was part of their life. But like now they've like resumed normal life. And you can tell she's, you know, it's worked out really well for her. But um, I do remember that they like, I don't know if they got engaged or whatnot, but I do. It's like a flash in the pan memory for me. And um, but uh, how do we always end up talking about that? The, that little asshat. <laughs> I there is something that I'm hoping I could get confirmed one day. I could just flat out ask him, but I don't think he would respond to me. But I have heard a rumor about a past bachelor announcement that I think would have people pretty. Um, like, whoa, what happened? So I, you know, <laughs> I'll tell you, I'll tell you offline and we'll kind of okay. get to it. But I, I am trying, I think I want this to come out. I just don't want to say, I, I've been told it was true, but then again, I was also told Daisy was the winner this season. So I have to, I want to, I need to vet this, but I have been told a certain situation that happened in regards to the bachelor announcement. That's like kind of funny, but now kind of makes sense. And I, I believe it to be true, but I obviously I need some more information on it and I'd love to. Share that with people. And it's not like, and it's years ago. So it's not like this is something major, but still, I don't want to throw anybody out under the bus or I don't want to make it seem like something happened that didn't, but I find it pretty interesting. I'll tell you about that later. So let's discuss The Bachelor this season. 
And the reason I wanted to have you on was because we all know that, you know, we're recording this on D-Day, essentially, the day I dropped the bomb that Daisy's no longer the winner and Joey's with Kelsey and it's been Kelsey all along and yada, yada, yada. But I want to go back to, you know, one of the biggest things that I realized that Joey was with Kelsey was because two weeks ago, Kelsey posted from a happy couple house uh, on her TikTok. Now, at the time she posted it, I don't think she knew anybody was going to figure out the fence behind her was an Airbnb home in Los Angeles, but that's what happened. And so I was talking to you about it, and you have an interesting story from when you and Ben were on one or a couple of your happy couple visits. So why don't you explain to everybody your situation and what happened with one of your happy couples? Oh, yeah. Happy to do it. We had many happy couples. Are they really happy? Let's be honest. But <laughs> um, so back in my time, back in the di- dark ages, we when we went on the show, we had to deactivate our Facebooks. And I didn't have Twitter. Twitter was kind of just starting. Instagram wasn't a thing. I wish it was. I would have loved to have like represented like Maria and Daisy are doing like the fact that they're able to like post as they go and like kind of drop Easter eggs. And like, I wish I had that platform. I think it would have, my season would have played out much differently. Um, But so anyway, so I wasn't allowed to go online at all, like not even Facebook. And when I obviously won the bachelor, they give you your phone back and that's it. Like he was allowed to have Twitter because he had to promote the show and he was doing like the weekly people magazine, you know, you know, he was getting the screeners and watching and he had to write the blog and that's just part of like the promotion. Right. Um, so it's been fun to see these contestants come off and like be able, I'm shocked that they're even, even able to have a platform. But I had a friend of mine who was like super creative in Santa Monica and who's like, Instagram wasn't even a thing. And they're like, you know, you should get it. It's fun. Like you can put fun filters and like frames on your pictures and I was like, I knew that the production didn't know anything about Instagram. It was just starting. So I got Instagram and I was posting pictures from my happy couples and like Ben's foot would be in it. We, I posted pictures of, and I was public. Like I posted pictures of like the meals that we made. I've talked at length about how, I mean, you're holed up in this house for three nights. I mean, what are you going to do? You're like, I want to make a Chipino tonight. So there's a picture of Chipino, we made fish tacos. Ben would always bring the most amazing wines or they would, they would, you know, you're just, you can't, they even like say to you, like, we don't want you to go outside. Like there were times, you know, I love a good swim. (laughs) I love a good hot tub. And they're like, if you're going to do that, like, can you do it at night? Like, like little things like that. Like, you know, a lot of the happy couple homes have like very private backyards, but like we, like we weren't allowed to go in the front yard. Like it's, very you don't travel together it's like they go above and beyond to try to keep it private um there's no leaving the house once you're in there but there was never like a like you can't post anything because you know it just wasn't a conversation there was no rules had i had instagram though i probably would have done the same thing and you know, obviously I was spoiler freed, but then like I, I know D-Day and what you've been, you have, have been having a tough week. It's been a lot, which I think you're being a little bit hard on yourself. Um, yeah, but I, I guess going back to what you talked about this week, I feel like having been spoiled so soon and being, being the villain, I, I did want to touch on the fact that 
It felt really good when I was being painted as the villain and you spoiled my season so early. I was like, yes, now maybe people can get on board with me as the winner. And maybe they'll look at the the, the episodes as it unfolds with a different lens. I, I don't know that they did. I think <laughs> some people might have. Yeah. But, like, I think, you know, I think that, like, you know, Daisy's got, like, 420,000 followers. His pick has way less. And I think in some ways, like, this was probably, like, I know it was D-Day for you, but it was probably, like, a pretty happy week for them. Oh, I'm sure it's been it was a relief today for Joey and Kelsey that it now yes. people know the new spoiler because put it this way, it can't not be only because they have been an engaged couple since mid-November and yet up until today, for the most part, 98% of the audience was thinking Daisy was the winner and they've been writing out on anything Daisy posted and writing it on any Bachelor ABC Instagram post and just like, yeah, I already heard the spoiler Daisy won and I'm so happy for yeah. them. They look cute together. That can't sit well for no. the person who was actually the winner, which is Kelsey. Well, right? either either of them, like yeah. he's having to coach her and be like, hey, I'm, you know, like this is the narrative, like this is what's happening. Like she probably felt a way about it. And in many ways, I kind of felt like I would have done the same thing. Like, you know, I, and this is like a side note that I want to touch on before I forget. So, you know, they take your ring away from you after engagement. Yeah. So you get the ring, you do your happy couple after the engagement where, where you're at at location and you get to wear it in the house. But as soon as you leave to go back to the States, they take it. And I remember my handler wore it on the flight because they didn't want it in luggage or something like that. So I'm sitting across the aisle from my handler who's <laughs> literally wearing, I'm like looking through the flight, like you're wearing my engagement ring. Like this could maybe be bad luck. <laughs> um, but so moral of the story. So Ben didn't like that. And he was like, I'm going to buy, he bought me, he surprised me. I'm one of my happy couples. He bought me a diamond band and he said, I want you to wear this until they give you your ring back. And the production did not like it. And I wore it. And, and then when they kept saying like, oh, the edit's going to get better. It's going to get better. And then once it started not getting better, I had paparazzi following me. Thanks to you. Because yeah. <laughs> everybody was so like had a horse in the race. And like they wanted to like catch me with him. I'm like, you're never going to catch me with him. But I remember I, they're like, you can wear it, but you have to wear it on your right hand. And I remember I got so pissed. And I wore it, I started wearing it on my left hand and that was like a little slight spoiler. And I was just like, I bet you Kelsey was like, I'm like, you know, this is my man. Like, <laughs> I'm sure she, there was like a small part of her that probably knew it could be figured out. Yeah. I mean, I, I talked about it today and it, I, I guess it's a possibility. I lean towards no, but it's not out of the question that she purposely filmed that TikTok in the backyard in hopes that somebody would realize that. I don't know. This isn't Louisiana, you know, maybe, mm -hmm. but you know, and you and I have talked about how I know how to do it now. I can figure out the happy couples. I know all their happy couples. They stayed at this, um, this season going back now. I wish I would have known it back in December. Cause then I could have uh, pinned it as Kelsey earlier. But the bottom line is I know that she was probably upset all season long that everybody was basically hyping da uh, Daisy and you know, I'm sure some of it had to do with the spoiler, but also. They've been really good with her content. Yeah, her content is really solid. 
Um, Consistent. She, she, she has a story that America can get behind. Like, I think that had way more to do with it. Because on the opening night, on January 22nd, Daisy only had 20,000 followers. I posted the spoiler on November 30th. So it's not like a bunch of people all of a sudden just started flooding her Instagram from November until the first episode aired saying, oh, I want to follow Daisy. She won. You know, so that's why. And her biggest gain was after episode number two, which was her first one-on-one date where America got to like see her in action, hear her story. And then it was just like, follow, 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 follow. I don't think that had anything to do with my spoiler. I mean, I had more to do with what they saw on TV and her date. Um, so, but yeah, I think that's so fascinating that because your season filmed in 2011, right, and aired in 12, correct? Mm-hmm. So you filmed in 2011. Instagram wasn't what it was. I don't even know was it, and it was it, so it's a very early stages. And it was like kind of an artsy thing. Like you okay. could put filters and frames on pictures and like they, like I don't think the producers knew even knew about Instagram. So I was posting from our happy couples. Like you could see Ben's hands in it and Ben has very distinctive hands. Like I don't know how to describe it. Like his, his hands are just, they're very distinctive. It's like him and I making food together, him and I like, you know, and people have gone back and liked it and like blink twice if this is the picture because I've talked I I talked about it with you before I mean you'd have to go way back but like nobody shut it down for me and I didn't think I anybody I was just like being creative I didn't think but like now if it was nowadays I would be freaking in so much trouble I mean I got in trouble for wearing the the wedding ring on my that the diamond band he got me on my left hand when I was pissed See, and I was like, oh, sorry, I just kind of, I just put it on that day. Sorry. Like, I mean, what are you going to do? Sue me? And even if Joey and Kelsey calculated this and did this in hopes that somebody would figure it out, I don't even think that ABC can be mad at them because no. I don't think ABC realizes how little they gave away in their Instagram posts, in their TikToks. It's like, Really? Absolutely not. Yeah, I don't. It's think not like Kelsey trouble. took a wide shot of a backyard of a pool and palm trees or whatever. It was a pretty close up shot. We just happened to see what the background was, and you know the whole thing comes down to this person that was able to figure it out knows the addresses of the happy couple houses. It's not like they just googled fence in backyard, wooden fence in backyard, and just looked at every Airbnb in the city of Los Angeles and stumbled upon it. Or went on every open Airbnb in Los Angeles and said, I'm going to go through 500 of them to find this Mm -hmm. fence in the backyard. They knew what the address was. So all they had to do was have a contestant screw up, which Kelsey kind of did by posting that TikTok. And then they're able to be like, oh, yeah, she was in this backyard. So clearly they were together. And that's all that they needed. Now, going forward, I have the same info. So it'll be fun to um, be able to match it up. But I also need a contestant to screw up because if they don't, then all I have is, oh, this was the happy couple that was used. doesn't do me any good if I don't know who was in the happy couple that weekend if I don't have the spoiler out by that time I, you know, I find out. So I think, it's just, I think it's funny that you were doing it. And then, you know, we, we, we've had <laughs> oh, yeah. other people spoil in, you know, seasons. Ari and Becca absolutely spoiled, and they just totally screwed up. I don't know what they were thinking, but both of them posted from the same exact backyard a picture of the pool with the background. And, you know, Becca tried to fool us by saying, you know, uh, you know, uh, Sarasota, Florida or something like that. She put the location on it, which clearly it wasn't. Well, and also you talked about the shoes like they went like dune yeah. buggy riding and they had like so you had to cover your face. Like I followed Ari like I knew him very well. He had already told me how he was feeling about that whole situation. And I saw that picture and I was like, 
I, I was smart enough to go to her page and be like, oh, yeah, she wore those shoes on the show. Like, that's who we picked. Oh. And he, <laughs> yeah. he had already told me, but um, I would think that they would get kind of mad at that because that was an unsanctioned visit. And he, his whole thing was like, I need to spend as much time with her as I can to figure this out. Um, that wasn't like a happy couple because, at ha- you, like I said, you can't leave the house. The do- the you got to play by one? the bar- The doom yeah. buggy one oh, wasn't? Oh, absolutely not. That was like a, a he was like, I just want to like figure this out. So I needed to spend time with her here to figure out because yeah. I was already missing Lauren and I felt like I knew. And so he flew her out to Arizona and then like tried to disguise her and didn't stay inside. And so they did the the June buggy thing or whatever. June buggy, June buggy. Look at me. Um, but you could see that you put that together, Steve, like the shoes like you're like, oh, she's wearing these on her Instagram. Yeah. This is this is her. I mean, there's like little things like that, but like the happy couples, they're not going to take your phone away. Here's the thing. Like you're staying in this house. that's like very remote and you need your phone. Like you feel very stranded. Like your producer doesn't stay in the house with you. If you need something, you need to call somebody. You can't leave. Like, I, I, I mean, moving forward, I, I guess I would say with spoilers, like they can't make you, I guess they can say like no social media, but with nowadays, like, you know, like I told you, I never post in real time. Like, I'll do a video and save it for a couple of days and post it later. And maybe that's what happened. But I just don't think that they'll be able to, like, say, like, hey, we're we're going to take your phones away. Like, And especially because Joey has to be promoting the shit out of the show. The the bat, the leads have – I've saw it firsthand with Ben. I mean, they are just on this freaking – whirlwind tour and it's that's actually really hard for the person they pick to be quite honest well the other thing i wanted to ask you about and you know daisy's taken a little bit of it and i know people in the past have but i don't know why daisy seems to be taking it more harshly than past contestants is the fact that the show ends filming in november at that time clearly joey knew he was engaged to kelsey daisy knew she wasn't daisy knew she didn't win this show but as the season starts going on and the seasons and the episodes start airing, when Daisy posts a picture of, hey, Joey and I's first date and here's us kissing and here's this and that, some people are saying that that's disrespectful and she shouldn't be posting that and why would a final two person do that? That's a slap in the face to Kelsey when I'm just like, wait, 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 wait a second. Rachel has posted pictures with Joey. She didn't win. Maria has posted a ton of pictures of her dates with Joey and and you know, giving him the hooju and giving him a kiss and stuff like that. <laughs> the hooju, nobody's love it. nobody is jumping down her throat. That hey, you didn't win. Why are you showing us pictures of you and Joey kissing? It's just like yeah, exactly. And the point being is, just because Daisy is final two and Rachel's final three and Ron final four, if you're gonna get mad at Daisy, then get you have to get mad at the other two. Which you shouldn't get mad at any of them. The bottom line is, they're all playing the game. I think people that watch the show are forgetting. These women are over it. It's February 26th. It's been three months since that day in Fiji or in, down in Mexico. Kelsey is over it. I mean, excuse, I'm, I'm sorry, Kelsey. See, I already got it in my head. Um, Daisy's over mm-hmm. it. All she's doing is promoting the show and promoting her brand and being like, because she has to appeal 
to a majority still of the audience that has no idea what the spoiler is. So she has to go along and be like, look it, here's Joey and I and Jasper. Here we are in a hot tub. Here's a behind the scenes picture of Joey and I having a quick talk together. And she's getting shit for that. And it makes no sense. Really? I, I haven't oh, been yeah. following along with this shit. So, but here's the thing, Steve, nowadays, like you, what happened this week, you're going to get shit. Like I lived through that. Like take me back to 2011, 2012. I was getting death threats. You know, we talk about death threats with, you know, Jane Dodo bird, the third or whatever. Yeah. Like I got them. Like if you put yourself out there in the public eye, you are going to, to some level, everybody gets it, you know? So you can't say like, you know, I always say like my pain, your pleasure, like, but it's, it's across the board. You get it. Everybody gets it. Who's out there doing something. But like, I always say like, I don't tell people what to do with their social media. Like I can barely manage my own. <laughs> like I'm posting my kid dipping bread and pasta sauce most days, mm. you know, and, and promoting the podcast. Like, so whatever your relationship is with social media, but Daisy going from two twenty thousand to four, like 400,000 yeah. TikTok or whatever, Instagram followers. Um, you know, I think that she's playing it well. And I would say that I think when I went on Zach Shawcross's episode to host that group date, they have a different vibe from when I was on. Like there's a photographer on set who's taking professional photos. There are like three people doing TikToks to, to push out later. Like they are, they yeah. want these people to promote the show. It makes sense, right? Like, you know, and she's playing by the rules and it's her journey. So even if he doesn't pick her, like, Maybe you don't like that. Maybe you think it's disrespectful or whatnot. But I mean, hell, is it disrespectful to go kiss the guy on a group date while he's doing an ITM? I mean, it's just across the board. This is a really unnatural show. The guy's dating 30 women and you can't keep everybody happy is the, 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 the short answer. But I think when it comes to social media, I mean, if, I, if you really want to be honest, I really think that they're all vying to be the next bachelorette. I mean, Maria, I love. Daisy, I love. I think the cochlear implant, like, might be tough for her. Like, I almost think that, Steve, she has, like, Tyler Cameron vibes. Like, she could just go off. Or even Maria. Like, just go off and date a celebrity and do what you want because you have this massive following. Like, do you really think you're going to find love in this setting, you know? Yeah. No, but I, mean, I think that they're playing it really well. I, and I think that's what a lot of these contestants are smart about doing. I mean, if you're not going to get the guy, why not get the following? Like, I just had Piper James on, and she talked about that. She got crucified on Paradise, Steve. Yeah. Like, because they got caught on a hot mic talking about her and Brennan. They had a two-year relationship. Like, that's nothing to, like, you know, turn your head at. Like. And they got crucified. Joe came down and was like, you guys need to leave and you're not here for the right reasons. But but what I think that it, it goes down to the end of the line of like, well, what are the right reasons? Yeah. And I think that it's becoming more and more evident that people just have to understand that watch this show that I know they want a love story. And, they, and I know that they want every single person there to focus their whole attention on Joey. And it can't be focused anywhere else. But they have to understand, like, look this isn't reality that you're watching on television. It's a television show and you have to take yourself yeah. out of their shoes or put yourself in their shoes and realize that just because Daisy didn't end up getting picked in the end, doesn't mean that she should go home and while the show is airing, just curl up in a ball and never put anything out on social media. Even if it is photos of her dates. I mean, 
Put it this way. I'm guessing Daisy had a great time on the show just by looking at what she has posted why is, or what, and what she's put out there. So why isn't she allowed to share with everybody? Just because she didn't win doesn't mean that, oh, the world sucks and this show sucks and I hate Joey for what he did to me. It's the total hmm. opposite. She had a great time. She clearly made yes. a bunch of friends. A lot of them became friends. Jen's posting pictures of her and Joey. She finished fifth. Is that disrespectful to post a picture of you and the guy no. that didn't pick you? No, but everyone seems to like jump down. And they're really coming down hard on Daisy for this when I'm like, but the third and fourth and fifth girl are doing it. So what What are we doing here? Let them, let them post. It's not disrespectful. Hell, I saw pictures that posted. I don't know who posted it. It was either Daisy or Kelsey, but of them last week in Montreal, of them, just the two of them in a picture, like face-to-face, Cheek to cheek, posting a picture. I don't know which one posted it, but the other one liked it. So it's like, clearly they're not bothered by the fact, Kelsey isn't bothered by the fact that Daisy is posting pictures with Joey. You know, it's just like, if Kelsey's not bothered by it, why is the audience? If there's one person that should be bothered, it would be Kelsey. And she doesn't seem to be bothered by it based on what 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 is being shown on social media. Because if she is, I think she would contact her privately and say, could you please stop doing it? And Daisy is still doing it. So clearly Kelsey isn't bothered by it. I think she's more bothered by the fact that the spoiler was wrong for three months. Like, I'm guessing that bothers her more because she probably has a friendship with Daisy after what I revealed today. Clearly, things ended amicably. Everybody's cool. Daisy does not need to sit around and do nothing and never post anything. She shouldn't get shit for it, nor should any contestant in any other season. And I go back to the Rachel Reckia thing. Rachel Reckia posted a picture of her kissing Clayton on Valentine's Day two years ago and that girl went through the rose ceremony from hell and she was still out promoting the show and at that time people were convinced oh Clayton totally picked Rachel because I hadn't given the spoiler yet like he Rachel just posted a picture of them kissing on Valentine's Day why would you post a picture of you kissing the lead on Valentine's Day if you didn't win well she didn't win so clearly she's playing the game which is what everybody does the audience just doesn't seem to understand that well, you know what, Steve? I've got three thoughts I want love to share with you. One okay. that it might blow your mind, um, and I, I and, and the listeners' minds. I'm not sure, but um, going back to what you were saying about like, you know, past contestants doing it. Like Gabriella is friends with Katie. They just posted a, a picture together. They were on a girls' trip. Oh yeah, that was that was Zach's final two, and look what happened there. And I do think that there's some so, 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 what is it? What do you say? Solidarity there with the women now. I think that like it's like, hey, we're all cool. We're friends. Even Maria's social media has changed so much. Like she's posting pictures with the other girls. But the thing that I want to say is, on my time, and maybe it's just because it was so long ago. You're you have your phone taken away. You're not allowed to have a camera. So who's providing these photos for them? Because I have I could count on two hands how many photos I have for my season unless I pull them from the internet I would have loved to take pictures along the way like what my hotel rooms look like my time with producers my time with the bachelor we weren't allowed to take photos with each other um I remember after my season aired they sent us some but like the fact that they're getting these like high quality photos and and they're allowed to post them Mm -hmm. is different from my time because we couldn't do any of that but I think that they are wanting them to promote it. Yep. Truthfully. Oh, they are. I think that that, I think that's the difference. And, you know, it was hard for me because, uh, Lindsay was the second pick 
the girl uh, Nikki Sterling, she she just disappeared into thin air. I don't. I would love to get her on the podcast. I can't even find her. She has no social media presence. I think he probably should have picked her. He's even joked about that. Like, wow, she just like disappeared. But um, I remember Chris Harrison was doing recaps and like his, he was talking about how his wife loved Lindsay and was like they were favoring her. And I mean, but going back to the spoiler aspect of it, like. You know, I was pleased that you spoiled my season because I was getting such a rough edit. And I have to believe that Kelsey and Joy have some sort of relief because everybody is like, and I'm not just saying it's just your spoiler. It's how they're, they're airing this season. Like clearly Daisy has been a front runner. They're playing like this love song music on their latest one-on-one date. Like they, I think they're giving her the bachelorette edit to be quite honest, Mm -hmm. but Kelsey's to me, reminded me of Lauren Melendyke, like kind of just like she had a one-on-one date, but like, they're not like really featuring her that much. Like she's just kind of like in the background, which I know that they love to do. But like after this one-on-one date this week, like clearly she's a front runner and things change very quickly. And I have to say, I'm, I'm super happy for her because my point is it was really hard to hear opinions about like, Oh, he should have picked her when I was like literally engaged to this guy and like spending happy couples with him and like him telling me like what he was hearing about, you know, at what point is it like, stop, like pick me, pick me. And you have America's opinion weighing in like that. It really starts to kind of not feel so good. Yeah. And it's, I I don't, I don't think it's as deep as people want to make it out to be. It's just like, Hey, she's enjoying her show. And I think we can, The show will never admit this, but I definitely think whether it was through Game of Roses or not, Game of Roses has always said that this show needs to do a better job on their social media channels and embrace. Be good at job. Yes. Be good at job. And they need to embrace social media. I know for a fact that every single week there is a folder that is sent out to the cast of pictures and videos that were taken during filming. And that's why you see these women. You see Jen. I think Daisy had a nine. I think Daisy had a nine picture slide today on Instagram. That is so wild did, to me. So did, and Kelsey. so did Kelsey. So did Kelsey. Yeah, and she like put she had these today. like amazing images, and I was like, I would have loved to like. I'm obviously married now, but like I don't have any of that stuff. Like I, like I said, anything I have, I have to pull from the internet. Like we weren't allowed to have even disposable cameras. I remember being like at the airport, being like, "Can I get like a disposable camera?" Like, no. I saw Gabrielle Elnicki said, like, we were allowed to have books. I'm like, we weren't allowed to have books. We weren't allowed to have buy magazines and airports. Like, I think the the time is changing for sure. Well, it's and it's and it's for the good. I think this is a good Mm -hmm. thing. The problem is there is a faction of the audience that's taking it as why are they posting so many pictures? If you didn't win, why are you posting anything with Joey? And it's just like. I'm sorry, that's not being disrespectful because clearly behind the scenes, these women all seem to be getting along. So it's not disrespectful. And I'm guessing if it was being disrespectful to Kelsey and Kelsey thought, okay, Daisy's going over the top with all these pictures with Joey, I guarantee she would have said something to her. So, and Daisy would have, I don't think Daisy would have been like, no, I'm still doing it. I don't, I just don't (laughs) see that happening. So my guess is Kelsey hasn't said anything because it's not bothering her. And why would it? You're the one that's got him, not Daisy. Yes, <laughs> like, she got the guy. And like Daisy should be doing that because she's got this the highest following out of any but contestant from any season recently. And, you know, if I was her, I'd be like, yeah, I'm going to like promote my, 
you know, she's doing a lot of advocate work for, you know, her hearing and on all that good stuff. Like, why not turn lemons into lemon juice, right? Like, <laughs> like I said, I'm not going to tell anybody what to do with their social media, but I think that they're being really smart about it. I'm sure the show loves it. If they didn't, that that would shit would be shut down so quickly. But you you can't, you just can't. And I'm sure her and Kelsey will be friends. It will be like Gabriella and you know, I could see them doing girls trips and yeah. I, I, I would be curious to see what you think about Maria though, because she's got the second massive following. And I, I really truly think it's between her and Deezy as far as the next bachelorette goes. I'd love to hear your hot take on that. Yeah. Well, I think that for the longest time, thinking that <laughs> Daisy was final one, I was like, well, she's not going to be the bachelorette. She's with Joey. Now, not only knowing that Daisy doesn't win, but seeing this unprecedented ending and sharing it with everybody yesterday in regards to, hey, this is what the unprecedented ending is, and it's basically the final two girl essentially graciously bowing out and saying, you know, I came here, find love. I thought hopefully it would work. It didn't. He's in love with you, essentially. Like, I don't know the wording that Daisy says, but I know that it's a positive conversation, and that's all I needed to hear to be like, Jesus, if there's, if there's a more perfect bachelorette setup then the hearing-impaired girl with the cochlear implant who everybody has fallen in love with her story this year, graciously bowing out, going to the final girl and saying, you know what, it's not me, it's you. I wish you guys the best. I'm going to tell them tomorrow. And then her on final rose ceremony day not pulling a Claire Crawley and saying, I don't want ever you to be the father of my children and why'd you bring me this far, all that stuff. And it's a positive conversation. I mean, I don't know how in the world ABC doesn't have her as the Bachelorette. Clearly, they would want her as the lead. My question now becomes, and this is what I don't know an answer to, is I don't know if this means that Daisy definitely wants it. I can't imagine anybody turning down a, uh, you know, an offer to be the Bachelorette. Like, who would turn down that role to have a whole show revolve around them. I, I can't see many people doing that. Oh, I don't know anybody who has turned it down yeah. unless it was like my, like Tyler Cameron, who's like, I want a million dollars and to be the host of the show. Like, I mean, that's like an absurd ask. Yeah. And for her, um, for Daisy, the fact that she's got such a built-in audience, the highest following that anybody has had in five years uh, coming off this show she would be a huge advocate for the hearing impaired community, the deaf community mm -hmm. for ABC to, you know, they finally got on the ball a few years ago, having their first black bachelor. Now we're going to have our first uh, bachelor or our, our, our first lead that has some sort of quote unquote disability. Like the story is all there. It's just a matter of is Daisy's hearing going to get in the way? Like, is this too overwhelming for her? Because when she's on a group date, with 12 meatheads playing football against each other or rugby or whatever they're going to have them do. We know it's going to happen. Some rough. Yeah. Put them in a speedo. Like <laughs> they're going to put them yeah. in a speedo and some rough and tumble group activity. And they're all talking to each other. Daisy can't, you know, kind of get with that. She doesn't you know, just from what we know. I remember on the first episode of the season, she was at a cocktail party talking to two women and she said it was very difficult sometimes to hear what people were saying. Cause it was loud. It's like, Okay, this could well, be an issue. In, and, and being in the helicopter. I took yeah. many helicopter rides on The Bachelor. Hell, I think I have pretty good hearing. I have selective hearing. Just that's my own thing. But 
uh, they put these headphones on you if you've ever been in a helicopter. Like, you, it's like you have to push the button if if they're talking. If they're, you know, like I could barely hear Ben. I was like, I don't even know if I'm gonna be able to hear him. But <laughs> let's just give them the makeout shot. Like that's what they want. Uh, so if they, but like, if they are gonna like do so Daisy, so many things. Well, yeah, if they are gonna do Daisy, I hope, I hope production will be a little kinder to her and and acquiesce to her needs for being the lead on this show and don't do a bunch of loud fucking dates and concert dates and all this stuff, you know? It just... Yeah. I just the hope fireworks. they do that. Yeah. They, they don't need that with her, if it is her. Like I said, I don't know. But clearly, it's going to be Daisy or Maria. My guess is they, want, they want Daisy, and if she wants it, I'm guessing they take her over Maria. And then if, if Maria ends up being the Bachelorette... um. I, I, you know, I've said it every year. I don't care who the bachelorette is. If Daisy gets it, great. If Maria gets it, great. I'm just answering this from a television pers- production aspect of if I was a television producer, who brings in the best story from the previous season? It's Daisy. Maria doesn't have much of a story. She has a following, but what's her story? What's her, what's her, what's her deal going into this season? And it's way more. The story is based around Daisy. That's why I think they're probably going to ask her, and as long as she wants it, it's probably hers. You know, that's the way I look at it. But if it ends up being uh, Maria, fine with that too, you know? Me too. And I think Maria, I think her story is that she did get bullied. And, you know, I think next week with Hometowns, we might see a different story. You know, that might, I think a lot of it relies on um, Hometowns as well. But also like the after the final rose and when they bring, you know, Maria out and Daisy out, I hate to say, I think that they'll announce it that night. But I do think that they famously like kind of gauge the audience and the viewers perspective from that, like who comes out and like what's what's been going on. Like I know Maria's had like a really hard time with the backlash and she could have been easily painted the villain. They didn't do that to her. I think that like it's like. It's very touch and go. I don't. I don't have a pick either way. I. I mean. I guess I would be maybe leaning a little bit more towards Maria just because she's fun and like confident and like I. I. And, but so is Daisy. Like she's like she's dropping some sexy comments in there. What What is the backlash that Maria is receiving? She's got the second most followers this season. Like nothing seems to have been negative towards her there's been so much positive uh, about her what is what is what backlash black the backlash is no i know what you're saying yeah no i mean i think that it's been hard for her like because of like the girls talking shit about her and like oh. saying like she's bullet like the whole like she's bullying us and she's like wait wait a minute like wait a second like i've been bullied like oh, you know okay i, thought you I the would backlash never on the audience okay i got you no, but there is a backlash on the audience for sure. Like, I mean, oh. she's much like she reminds me so much of myself. Like there's like, you know, she she played the, uh, you know, I, you know, play me or trade me. Like she almost left last this week. Like, you know, she's definitely got like playing the game a little bit differently. I'll say that. But I mean, she's they're both getting online. That's the saddest part about it. And, and you cannot avoid that. And yeah. I told I told Maria, like, if you need anything, especially going into after the final rose, I don't, she won't be at the women tell all, right? Um, no, she would be. She's finishes fourth. She absolutely will be at women tell all. Oh, and that's what I told her. I said, hey, if you need help with that, let me know. Like, I've been through it. I lived through it. So if she's there, like, I think that will be like the testing the waters and like how she handles that. 
will be telling is and like you said like does daisy even want it like i think she could pull a tyler cameron and be like i'm good like i've got the following like yeah i'm gonna go date a celebrity now <laughs> or go do traders bye <laughs> yeah it's it's possible like i said it's it's two things that would keep daisy from doing it would be if it hearing wise it's just too overwhelming for her or if she's just like yeah i'm good i think um, I, I was able to grow my brand being on this show. People seem to like me. I don't want to go through this again. It was just too, it was too much. And, and I might have some other options out there. I, I don't know if that's the case, but those would be the only two reasons I would think that Daisy wouldn't be our bachelorette. And, you know, we'll know, uh, you know, we'll know in a few weeks, it's going to be, it's going to be really interesting. You know, even when they do announce the bachelorette, it's not like they're ever going to say, let's say they choose Maria. It's not like they're ever going to say, well, we went for Daisy and she turned us down. Like they're never going to say no, that and, and no. vice versa. If we, if they, and that's do, why they, it's all about the women tell all and yeah. the, and the after the final rose and how it plays out. But they've been announcing because it starts filming right away. Like they're probably already casting for the next season of the bachelorette. Like they're probably gauging that as well. Like, they ask when you're casting, they ask, who do you want it to be? Who do you want it? Yeah. And, and I remember when I was like, if it's not Ben, I don't want to do it. Like my whole thing was like, I'm here for Ben. Like if it's the Ryan Sol solar guy, like I, I'll leave night one. Like, I'm just not, I just knew, like, I was like, I'm not into him, you know? Uh, but so anyway, I think that, that they're probably already casting and they're probably asking the people, like, it's like so many factors that play into it. But you're right, though. At the end of the day, like, Daisy's the shoe-in. But, like, part of me is like, ugh, kind of want to see Maria, too. <laughs> well, they, we know they're not going to go with two of them. We know that's pretty much done. They won't do that. And, it's like, just... two polar opposite personalities. No, oh, yeah. No. Yeah, especially this. It's just, you know, to me. And there's no paradise. It sounds like they're not doing paradise next year. So it's yeah. not like, like, even the women tell all will be interesting unless they do, like, a spinoff show where it's, like, you know, the bachelor winter games, like they're, I think they're going into the women tell all with a different lens where it's like, Hey, we're not doing paradise. This isn't paradise tryouts. Like, <laughs> right. Which, like this is just like, say what you got to say, which is what we, we know the tell all to be. It's always, you know, some woman or man that lasted two rose ceremonies all of a sudden is running his gums or running her gums. And just like, wait a second, we don't even know who you are. Why are you doing this? Oh wait. Yeah. You, right. you want to get noticed for paradise, but yeah, there isn't going to be I've a had paradise. people on my podcast, like Casey, he was like, Courtney, they were like gassing us up. They were like, like behind the scenes stuff. Like they were like, it was like very directed to like get her like, you know, like, yeah. <laughs> it was, a, it was like tryouts. That's yeah. And we know what happens, but there is no paradise this year. So let's see, let's see how, uh, I mean, I'm sure they're still going to gas them up. Because the the main thing for the women tell all this year is going to be the Maria Ga faction of people. Her and the sisters are obviously good friends. They post a lot, and then the women that didn't like Daisy, the Leas, the Jesses. It's gonna be there. You know wh whether or not those women have already made up, they're gonna get them to reignite that flame at the women tell all. It's going to be let's attack Maria, and Maria is gonna have to defend herself because. Otherwise, you know, there was no other drama this season. It was all surrounding Maria. So, right. of course, they're going to make the women tell all about that, even though it's been three months and these women are probably all over it. That's not the way that show works. That show is we need to carry on the storylines from the season. No one wants to sit here and watch a women tell all and see that you guys all made up and are friends. That's not good television, you know. And I'm sorry if you watch this show for anything other than entertainment, you got to understand this is a television show. They're not taking real life feelings into account they don't care they want to produce the best 
possible television show that gets people to watch with their own two eyeballs. And continuing the Maria, does Maria not like these women? What's this? What, what were these women's problem with Maria? All this stuff. That's going to be the focal point of the women tell all. It's a given. Well, Sydney, what do you, I would love, yeah. you know, I don't want to take up much of your time, but like Sydney, like what's her play at the women tell all? Like she's <laughs> had like a ton of backlash, a ton of death threats. Like, you know, are they going to address the death threats? Are they going to address the online hate? Because they have been, you know, letting these contestants promote things and take to their Instagram. She did a whole Instagram that she since deleted about gaslighting. Um, but like, that was like the beef. Like she did not clearly like Maria, like what's her story at the women tall all like, you're not going to paradise. Like, so are you going to throw yourself on the sword? Are you going to say something that like, we all have talked about, like, what are we missing? Did she tell you to shut the F up, which isn't really at this stage in the game, like that bad, you know, yeah, <laughs> like yeah, I, I what no... are we missing? Like, how is she going to play it? Like, I'm curious because she was a huge, uh, you know, pot stirrer. That's going to be the big question. It's Sydney, Jess and Leah who were definitely not fans of Maria. So women tell all is going to be their chance to say why they weren't. Are they going to be allowed to talk about stuff that wasn't shown? Well, if they, Will they show it, well, if, I think sure. that they record with a little bit of a delay because I think they, you know, at my time was live. Like they were like, this is live. Like there was no edits. No, I'm sorry. Mine had edits and then it went live. Um, so that was the difference. Like I knew if I said something to, to try to stick up for myself, they would have just taken it out. So, yeah. but now it's live, but I think that there is a slight delay so they can take stuff out. Well, I mean, the, the women tell all is taping next week and it doesn't air until the 18th. So the whole, the whole show is going to be edited. So I want to go to that. Do you, we <laughs> think Ashley I is going to be there who is friends with Sydney? I bet you they bring Ashley I out there, although she's pregnant, but she's friends with Sydney yeah. and she's like golden, you know, bachelor uh, royalty. Uh, but I don't think that that really did her any favors. I'm just saying. Yeah. I think that, um, I mean, we'll get our answers, but yeah, if these, if any of those women, Jess, Sydney, Leia, throw out stuff to Maria that, yeah, Maria, th but this wasn't shown. The show never showed this. By the time that gets to uh, airing on March 18th, it's probably going to be left on the editing room floor. They don't want, they don't want them talking about stuff that wasn't shown because the audience is going to be like, but wait a second, we didn't see that. We don't right. we know this is true. We didn't see it. Or they use it as, oh, we do have the footage of that. Let's show it. They've done that a couple times where they brought out footage that they didn't show during the season and then they show during the Women Tell All. So I don't know. We'll, we'll have to see. But that's going to be a very explosive Women Tell All this season for sure. Even though it's going to be three-month-old drama, I guarantee they're bringing it back up. There's no reason to bring Sydney or Leia or Jess to the Women Tell All with Maria if they're not going to talk about what their beef was with her. And they don't want, and they don't want them saying, oh, no, we made up off camera. Everything's great. Like, okay, then great. What's the, then what's the next topic? What do we even talk about at that point? You know, they're going to Praise be. I would love to be there for Maria. I would love to like, oh, it's like, I don't think it's going to be a firing squad. I think that she's navigated her social media very well since the two bad apples left to be like, hey, like I'm getting along well with everybody. You know, like I, I, I really do think that, but um, I would love, God, I would love to be there. I'd love to be a fly on the wall, even though that was a traumatic experience yeah. for me. Yeah, it's going to be, it's going to be one of the more explosive ones. But I truly think that that's going to be the tell for who's the next bachelorette. Maria showing up and then after the final rose and how that's played. And then I think that they'll gauge that episode 
and how the audience perceives it. And then they'll announce. I think that they'll announce that after the final rose. Yeah, that looks to be. Yeah, that looks to be it. It's usually after the final rose. Obviously, they're not going to do it at Women Tell All because then it would get out. Bring some guys out. One who has a cochlear implant. Are you kidding me? Yeah, I mean, the, that... la- the last couple times they've announced the, uh, the Bachelorette at Women Tell All. Um, or at the after the final rose, the the lead has gotten to meet. We've seen it in the past. I off the top of my head, I can't remember which seasons, but um, Zach the, season, he was like shell shocked. I could, yeah. I can tell I'm you. I'm talking for women. I'm talking for Bachelorette. Oh right, yeah. you know what? You're right. I can't remember for Bachelorette they did either. It, they, they did it for Hannah Brown because remember she was so bad and she didn't know what to yes. say on camera on live TV, and we were like, and everyone was absolutely destroying Hannah Brown that <laughs> night, saying, "Oh yes. my God, this woman can't even speak," and then all of a sudden she delivers one of the best seasons in the history of the show. That's what I mean. It's like. Okay. The windmill. Oh my God. Yeah. Jesus still loves she me. Had, she had Tyler Cameron in her final two, who's the most followed man in the history of the show, who goes on. She to should date. have taken him to the windmill. <laughs> just saying. Oh uh, well, she. I mean, I mean, let's face it. Come on. Well, I wait. No, didn't she basically say, or he basically say in post-show interviews, they did not sleep together in the overnight dates? Yes. Yeah. No, they didn't. No, she, that was her whole thing. They didn't. I was like, girl. So she did with Peter. Climb him, like she... a, climb him like a tree, like three <laughs> times in the windmill. And then he went off to like date Gigi Hadid. Yeah. And I'm like, he, that's what I'm saying about Daisy. Like, she's like building this platform. Like, she could be like a rare Tyler Cameron status. But only if she wants to find love in that way. She does, to me, she doesn't seem that into him, to be quite honest. Like, to be at week seven and say like I like you a lot and I wanted to touch on the the ice skating date something I noticed for everybody watching they it was like she was like I like you like I'm not ready to say I'm falling in love with you and then they take him on an ice skating date and they show a clip of her saying like I'm falling and then there's like a break in the edit and then she says it's working and I bet you she was like I'm falling all over the place about the (laughs) about the ice skating you know like and they made it seem like she's like oh it's working it's happening I'm falling I'm like well you took her on an ice skating date so just a little you know you got to watch with a different lens you know yeah no I I hear you I mean it's gonna be it's gonna be interesting (laughs) we're gonna know in the next couple weeks Uh, I know some things coming up that um, I'll have the answers you know once they happen certain dates uh, in March, once those dates pass, I'll have a better idea of things that are uh, are happening. So I'll keep everybody updated on that. But uh, Courtney, thank you so much for coming on. I know you got some kid stuff to attend to now. Be sure. Oh yeah, I'm gonna go pick up my son. I'm gonna take him to the the park to see the ducks. I'm gonna put my mom hat on. And speaking of dates, I've got the June 7th marked on my calendar. So yeah, <laughs> yeah, I can't wait to to see you then. And then um. Whatever you do tonight for dinner, be sure to put it on your Instagram stories to make me hungry. So, <laughs> well, I've sent you enough uh, Jack in the Bell talk, yeah. uh, Jack in the Box tacos, and In and Out burger. So I'm like, I gotta uh, stop sending you pictures of my food. It's I just, know. I love that we have a love for food, <laughs> and that doesn't go away. That's like every day, even when I'm not pregnant. But, yeah. <laughs> anyway, uh, thank you so much, Gordy, for coming on. I appreciate it. Talk to you soon. Gosh, anytime, Steve. All right. Take kick your feet up. It's been right. a busy week. Yep. Talk to you soon. Adios. Thank you so much to Courtney for coming on. Uh, always great to talk to her. You know, we wanted to talk about other things in this franchise other than break down, you know, Monday's episode. It's like, come on, you know, we know what the big story is this week. And I just think there's a lot more nuance of th- things to say about the things that Daisy does and 
you know, it has nothing to do with I want Daisy to be the Bachelorette. I don't care who the Bachelorette is. As long as there is going to be a Bachelorette, which we know there is, people are asking me, who do you think it's going to be? And it's just like, there's two ways to answer that. Who do I think it should be? Or who do I think it's going to be? And should, as a television person myself, speaking as a producer of a television show, I would want Daisy. Um, who it will be, I don't know, but that part doesn't matter to me. I'm just answering it as Daisy's got the backstory. I think she's got the full package of what this show wants and knowing what this show wants in its leads and leading in from the previous season to become the new lead. It just screams Daisy to me, especially the way this season ends. But, you know, we'll see. If it's Maria, great. I'll cover Maria's season no different than I would cover Daisy's season. All I care about is there is a Bachelorette season, and there is. So, we will look into that. Uh, obviously, if I hear anything, I'll let you know. Thank you so much to Courtney for coming on. Thank you for listening. Please follow me on Apple Podcasts. Also, rate and review. Please hit play. Downloads aren't good enough. If it's in your feed in the morning, it doesn't matter. It has to be played. So hit play when you hear. Anytime you can, if you miss an episode, go back and hit play. Uh, the uh, Daily Roundup was posted two hours ago. Sports Daily was posted an hour ago if you want to check that out as well. So for Courtney Robertson, I'm Reality Steve. Thank you all for tuning in. And I will talk to you tomorrow. See you.